Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Another episode of our Footy Fantasy Podcast. Uh, the third person is late. I'm just going to call him out, you know? I'm just going to get me late. And he's going gonna to get fined. You hear me? They're going to get fined. Just, just show you, you know, by the time you get on this. Uh, before I do anything else, let's plug the thing. Footy Fantasy YouTube, FWTIE. Uh, Twitter, road to 1.5K, you know? Footy AD Fantasy, Instagram, Fantasy Footy for real short stories. Like yesterday, we had a watch party. So, yes, you know, do what you do. Plug it, like, share, subscribe. Uh, the guest I have that's early, Benny, <laughs> Chelsea fan, Pep Hater, to be correct. <laughs> Pep Hater to the core, still hating. With my full chest. <laughs> <laughs> Even though the man has two trebles. Uh, let's just dive in. Let's not waste any time. Today will be a short one, by the way, guys. Probably we've done like 45 minutes, I, I assume, on this pod, you know, end of season. Watch out next week for our team season reviews. I think we'll probably will start with either Arsenal or Chelsea's one next week. Uh, we'll start doing season reviews for each team week week on week out till we begin the season. But let's use your final, Benny. <laughs> Tell me why your 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 opinion has changed now. You know, Pep is the greatest manager of all time. You know. And I, 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 I don't know why you're trying to put words in my mouth. <laughs> I, I still maintain. I still maintain my position. Um, look, before the game started, I, I, I knew City were clear favorite, favorites. Um, I think everybody and their mom just knew that. But I didn't stop me from rooting for uh, Inter. And to be fair, it was a much closer game than I expected. Yes. But um, now my opinion on Pep has not changed. It, I don't think it'll change until he proves himself somewhere. There's no like plethora of talent or money just waiting for him. Um, I, I'm not going to get into why I don't like Pep, but you know, it just feels like I haven't seen him being be an underdog in any situation. It's always been, oh, uh, he has the best team, he assembled the best team. He has a great philosophy. That much, nobody can can deny that his philosophy of playing the game and he's a great tactician and all that. Yes, but um, I, I'd like to do, I'd like to see him do a lot with little, like more with little, if if that makes sense. I mean, to be fair, he's won the Champions League right now, but how long did it take him building this team with all that money, all the resources? So I, that's my that's my gripe against Pep and then some other issues that I'm not going to bring up here. But um, my opinion about him hasn't changed yet. I mean, it's about time is what I'm going to say. He might skip, Bailey, skip, Bailey's, um, might skip Bailey's persona here. It's about damn time. He should have won this a, a few years ago. I mean, I guess better late than never, but um, it was a great game. I... I, I was pleasantly surprised by Inter's uh, gameplay. And shout out to Onana. That boy was immense in goal in terms of, you know, uh, dealing with the City Press. City Press is something that's like crazy, but um, having a ball playing goalie makes a lot of difference. Absolutely. That extra person that can hold the ball, you know, and, you know, contain that press because City will always press you if they feel like, oh, wow, your, your goalie shaky. I'm not going to... Uh, shade anybody here but if that would get the hair in that post it would oh, be a whole different shade, shade. Shade, go fantastic ahead. short stopper but mm. not very good I don't, about that. I don't know about the short stopping that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. well okay maybe back then it was like any other goalie would that are not that's not good in on his feet Couture would have struggled that inside would have struggled Couture in that in that in that game yeah not because Couture is a bad goalkeeper he's probably one of the best in the world but you needed a 
play a goalie essentially, kind of like Edison. So like have watching two Edisons play the game. That's why it felt so even to me, in my opinion. But it was a fantastic game. Um, unfortunately, Inter couldn't make me happy, but um, I enjoyed the game nonetheless. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll add more color to it. I was not too surprised about how Inter approached the game. They were very aggressive. We expected a physical right. aggression. But what surprised me, I guess, is how they put it together, their game plan, the execution, like mm -hmm. the execution of the playing out of the back. And I think Pep put it um, very, very well when he said, there's no point pressing Inter because Onana is extremely good on the ball. Extremely and good. Inter are also very good with long balls. So they had to worry about the long balls, you know, the two strikers behind. They pushed their wing backs really, really high to press City from playing out of the back. So right. that's what surprised me. I think the second thing that surprised me was the fact that City were nervous in the game. They were very nervous. So much People tripping, like tripping on the ball, missing yeah. passes. And it, it, it had the aura of a final, the atmosphere of the final, because everyone knew, wow, one goal can just end our dream. One goal could end this whole journey and everything. This or any other game, the semi-final or a quarter-final, first leg of something. Now I expect it to be up like three, four, whatever. That's but true. Final brought an extra atmosphere of like, okay, there's so much to lose. As much as there is much, to, a lot to win, there's so much to lose by making any errors. And uh, unfortunately, Inter couldn't punish some of those errors there, which. Um, I good mean, segue. That's a good segue to the next major talking point. Right. Lukaku. Man. you know Lukaku has been on such a journey you know so I I'm one of those people I usually feel for players a lot I do he has been on such a journey like he's one of the major reasons Belgium did not make it out you know oh, at the world chances World Cup man oh man and then again yesterday everything did just not go right the header you know direction of the header mm -hmm. the one at the shooting that which went wide mm -hmm. It's always one of those things where in my head, could they have been better starting Lukaku? And coming up with Jekyll. Jekyll instead towards the end. I, I I was talking to someone else about that. Yeah. Like that Lukaku run them ragged. I don't know if there's something in his contract that precludes him from starting games. I think he started a few games, but they keep him on the bench until like the sixtieth minute normally, which I don't know if it's something in the contract. But um Jekyll is a lot more clinical, maybe not as uh, physical or not as fast as Lukaku, Lukaku but those headers, the header he missed, that Lukaku header, mm -hmm. he can take it to the bank like Jekyll any day of the week and twice on a Sunday that Jekyll is making that header. He does. Like he's at least going one angle or something. He's very good in the air, good with both feet, actually. But, I mean, he didn't really see as much of the ball in the first half or when, like, the entire time he played. Yeah. Now, maybe a function of um, his mobility or lack thereof or the fact that the defenders were tired, uh, more tired close to the end of the game, you know, or they had more energy in the beginning of the game and stopped him from getting that many chances or whatever. But Lukaku was there, had like his time to shine, was right there, placed for him, and he just couldn't take it. Just a tale of a guy that, that's not been known to be clutch, really, or, you know, to rise to the occasion when it mattered. When it matters. Um, yeah, just shades of the World Cup, man, when he had that stinker of a game against, um, I forget who it was, the, the game that got them out eventually. But he blocked so many chances. Not only wasn't he created chances, he was blocking his teammates. <laughs> now, granted, the, the one he blocked from, uh, I forget the, the left back's name. 
DeMarco, right? DeMarco. He couldn't do anything about it. He didn't see the ball. I mean, yeah, I yeah. can't really blame him for that. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just reminiscent of like, I'm like, man, this Lukaku his spirit is there. Like, I, I man went from like being like you know envied for pulling Megan to Lotaro's wedding to like this thing. Man, ups and downs. The ups are high, but the downs are really low. Is it fair to say that's probably the difference between a top striker and a good striker? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like if at the moment, like because the, there's a pressure on you to yeah. perform at the big on the big stage. If you cower or cave during those times, your names won't be out there up there. Like you just become like this. Think of it's like the clutch gene they, they talk about in basketball, right? Yeah. If you're so good in the first three quarters, like you're just this score out of everything, somehow your legacy can be defined or your your impact can be defined in the last couple of minutes, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. how big did you come up in the last couple of minutes when it really mattered? Which doesn't really make sense because the entire game matters. Exactly. Two points you scored the first quarter is still the same as two points in the last quarter. But for some reason, context, the time, timing of everything is crucial in, you know, determining who is good, who is great, and who is, like, an absolute star or who is a dud, really. So, yeah, he's just come short, fall short every time it mattered. Or it yeah. seemed like it mattered, I should say. I agree. For me, the last talking point has to be the goal. You know, I'm one of those people. I don't want to call myself a nerd, but maybe I am when it comes to like tactics or whatever. So no, you are. You definitely are. Don't even try to. You definitely <laughs> are. Nerd, yeah. Maybe I am. I don't know. I, I sometimes like, you know, I know a bit. But the goal is a typical like Pep goal, Man City goal, right? On the Pep, the cutback. That's all they thrive on. Like the so I think I can't brought the ball out the back to break the lines. Bernardo Silva makes that run, cuts back. It gets deflected. Deflected, okay, let's say, yeah, yeah, it gets deflected. And Roger applied. And why I want to talk about this goal is I read this interview from Pep's former assistant. And since then, the way I look at Pep team and Arsenal has changed. Waman Lilo, he said something that is very important. And I started watching like teams that do that. I was like, ah, this guy is actually right. What he said, he mm -hmm. said in football, like teams and defenses get care so much about the spaces in the box a lot. Right. What people don't understand that the most dangerous person is the last person to arrive. To arrive into the box yeah. and I, I started when he said i saw that in time maybe december january something like that i started paying attention to man city goals and arsenal goals a lot and mm -hmm. I was like, this makes a lot of sense because they were scoring a lot of goals where they would trick you like they want to make those runs in everybody packs the box then they cut back and the last right. person arrived that's like that party uh era i think even zinchenko scored a lot of goals that for yeah arsenal. yeah yeah and city scored a lot of goals like that with gundogan I guess you know the last month yeah. play of Gundo, like they say. Yeah, for real, man. He's called a lot of play of Gundo. That's why I call mm -hmm. him. He's called a yeah, lot of goals that way. Um Rodri's called the winner like that way, you know, yesterday's it's a it's a very important thing in, in football. And I've, I'm sure after a while, you know, teams will adapt to that. Like, okay, this is the thing that people are doing, and maybe they'll start, you know, putting people around incorporating it, yeah. Using like basketball terms to like you know, wait for goals like that. So I, I thought that was a it was a very good finish, controlled finish. Right. In a, in a way, the ball in that in that yeah, yeah, it was carried the ball, but that placement was trade almost it started to become trademark Rodri now. Like his yeah. placement on like especially if I, I don't even remember the goal against uh, Bayern. Now it's from a lot far uh, further distance away. That's but true. Play, weaker foot as well, placement and everything. Like well controlled and um it kind of and talking about the uh, arriving at the box late. Yeah. Uh 
Lampard made a career out of that. Absolutely. That guy made his career. Uh, I'm a Chelsea fan and everything. I, I always wondered why this guy was always scoring. Yeah. He knows just the right time to enter the box. He's not always there with the striker. Like, he just comes in later and somehow the ball finds him. So I'm sure they, they had some kind of, um, uh, there was a way, the, 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 game, the game plan kind of encouraged that. And I get what you're saying. And in a way, I, I don't know if you remember that, that, that the passage of play with um, an errant pass from, uh, I, I forget who it was, Bernardo Silva passed to Akanji and Akanji just left it for Edison, thinking Edison would make it. And Lotaro gets there and he's faced a tight angle has Lukaku in the box there with two guys on him. But there was a, he looked at that guy, and I was of the opinion, like, okay, that's not who you should be looking at. First of all, I don't think you should be going for a goal there. Second yeah. of all, I think Lukaku is taken by two people. There's someone else arriving. Somebody came, like, at the end who was free. I forget the uh, – was it Barella? I, no, I don't think it was Barella. But there was someone that, that just arrived at the box free. If that were a City team, best believe that box goes to that guy because he was free – Empty nets, like you already have Edison committed to you. Pass it back to that guy. Just just tap into the empty net. So again, just one of those things about tactics that Pep has, Pep has drilled into his team. So yes, I'll give him credit for that. I'm still a hitter, but I'll give him credit for it. That's fine. You hear me? A Pep lover, on the other hand, you're late. And the yeah, I am late. I mean, I'm so sorry for that. We decided uh, late in the box. <laughs> Yeah, find me as much as you want. It's my my fault. Sorry, I'm all over the place. The first donation to the podcast is good. A hundred dollar donation. You have been fine. No problem, man. You know me. I support you. Anything. I should. You know. You got my support any day. If that's what it takes. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys, for being late. Um, yeah, it's been a very very great day. Hey, my friend, how you doing? Yes, guy, man. I met him for the first time yesterday, and my guy was solid guy. me in every different angle. Solid it was guy. fun. We were just <laughs> messing fun, around. Man. Solid guy. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun, man. It was a lot Mr. of fun. Mr. Moderator, I'm at your service, sir. What are your thoughts? UCL final review. What are your thoughts? UCL final review, as yes. part of the match yesterday, right? Yeah. What your talking points? What are your thoughts about it? Man, my talking point was how good... How good Inzaghi was tactically and how Inzaghi stopped not necessarily stop how how Inzaghi prevented a whole lot of stuff that Man City could have done that was within their strength I was talking to you yesterday remember I told you that City had the ball but it wasn't in places where they could actually cause a lot of damage that's true right the City had a lot of the ball but they weren't causing a lot of damage I think it was the tactical the tactical approach Absolutely. and listen I'm going to say something that a lot of people did not see. Inter took a little bit from what Manchester United did at the FA Cup final. In where, if you watch that game very well, City didn't really play that well. It wasn't because City were just terrible. Man some sort of stopped them from playing the way they wanted to play, with the positions they took and how they pressed. Yeah. Now, this thing, we weren't as technical or as... We are not as technical that 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 is we could have capitalized on the mistakes they made, but we frustrated their football. Yeah, so we saw where Pepper to start switching things. Um, I was talking to you yesterday. Remember, I told you that I didn't see that much of stones, stones up front. Yeah. In the beginning of the game, and I understood why, because this Inter was playing with a two-point attack. Yeah. two-point attack system you he does not want to do the one-on-one tracking where like you're marking one-on-one because mm-hmm. those are inter guys they are much more physical 
they're much more physical they will so so you always need a spearman and also and also this a channel to move the ball if you're trying to play out from the back yeah no but i i saw that this inter's press wasn't as aggressive but they pressed in the midfield third where like where like barella and this and shalanoglu which who never who really didn't have a great game actually had a very game. sound he had a sound game because Defensive tactically game. defensively he was mm-hmm. all over gundogan and rodri yeah, right. he never allowed them so did you notice most of the fouls most of the fouls was coming from him in the first half he his job was just to stop it's rodri yeah and ah why don't freeze yeah yeah I mean, you're frozen frozen right increasing yep. your fine by fifty dollars now, man. And you're frozen. <laughs> I'm frozen. <laughs> I, I didn't know what happened. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. That. change your Wi-Fi. Change your Wi-Fi. Go ahead. Yeah, it's a hotspot. It's MTN. Go and beg your neighbor to give you the password. Then go ahead. Can you hear us? He can't hear us again. <laughs> we can't even. We can't even roast the guy in peace. <laughs> I was like, let me roast him. Uh... <laughs> Let me see if I kick, let me see if I kick him out. Okay, Yemi, go jump out and jump back in. Are you back, Yemi? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Yeah. Ask, Sorry for that. Ask your neighbor to give you the Wi-Fi, give you the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> maybe my neighbor, maybe my neighbor is jumping on my Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, like yeah. But I need to mention, I need to give some guys some shout-outs. Yeah. Bastoni for me in the first half. Bastoni. Hmm. Brozovic, Onana is just Onana was my man of the match. True, same, it was, uh, same here. It was it was homeboy that me and him we were talking. I was like, I'm I'm in love with Onana pretty much. But Bastoni, Bastoni, and Brozovic for me yesterday, man, they were immense. For the first half, Bastoni was the way was the way that this inter inter actually transitioned the ball going forward. Bastoni with those switches from the left that was going straight shot right and and Man City could did not have anything they couldn't stop it so Bastoni Bastoni Anderson Brozovic man in that midfield that dude was a warrior so those man those three were like my standout standout that guys that had a really massive game so yeah continue That's okay all. okay uh ask last time I want to say I'm doing uh five things we learn about the final where I'll go in depth into tactics which I'll, I'll mm-hmm. post video tomorrow. So for anybody watching, I'll post that. I don't want to go too much in depth in tactical. Okay. And what we saw, let's jump to our next session. UCL team of the season. This one was hard to put by. I was talking to Benny earlier. A lot of what has happened this season, right? A lot of football. Because we have to remember that there was the first, because this is for the whole season. There was first um, well, group stages. Then there mm-hmm. was World Cup. I, had, I have lost so much memory of the group stages that I have to stages, yeah. look at some quick highlights, remember some things. Like, okay, okay, okay. So it was hard to put back, but we'll start with Benny. Benny, t- tell us your... You see are, are, we, are we starting by, by section or do we, do we just want to go full team? Let's 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 do full team. I think it's probably better that way. All right. Full team. I was um I was torn between uh, Courtois and Onana, really. Yeah. Um, I think... I think I, I'm actually going to lean more on uh, Onana here uh, because um, now we talked about the clutch part of things. And honestly, City dominates my, my team of the list as, as much as it pains me to say it, as much as it hurts my soul to say it. 
City dominates my 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 team of the list, uh, my team of the season, because yeah. we were quite consistent over overall. Yeah. Um, uh, Inter was actually quite good. Like, they're they're good in this season. Actually, really good. It struck me how they shut out AC like both times, even though they had considered so much against not so much like three goals against Benfica or whatever. I thought you know it'd be a, an open game with AC Milan, but no, shut them out. They played a terrific, terrific game. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna go with Anna here. Uh, so my back line, I'm going to go with the back four. Uh, all back four, but not necessarily in, in position or whatever. I've just got four defenders there. So I'm going to go Diaz, who's been a rock. Uh, Stones, who this season has entered one kind of different heights. Now, granted, he moves, he plays in, in the middle now because of that Pep's mid-season switch, which I thought was genius. In yep. a way, it goes from like, has a 3-2-4-1. Like, what, what kind of madness is this but it, it's worked so far mm-hmm. um yes. but i'm gonna put stones there in center back um and a serbi actually a serbi from inter no uh, not bastoni it was between a serbi and bastoni for me but i i lean more with a serbi just over the course of the se- of the season um now the last one i was between kama kamavinga and Ake. i know kama is really a midfielder but uh, having him deployed in that left back role uh, for for madrid has been crazy Ake has also been solid this year. It makes me get mad at Chelsea even more that they sold them. But then again, that's the tale of Chelsea's uh, transfer dealings. Selling people that I shouldn't sell and buying people we shouldn't buy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, midfield, two midfielders, uh, defensive mid. I'm going to go with Rodri. And it was between Barella. Uh, well, I had three that I was considering. It was Barella, Barella Kimmich, and I know it's not a hybrid. Barella, Kimmich, and um, uh, what's this Madrid guy? And Modric for me. But I'm going to go Barella again because he lasted longer. And I see the reason why he's so coveted right now in a lot of teams. Barella, and I, I always thought that the young talent of the, the Italian midfield, Barella and the uh, AC guy, uh, what's, the, what's his name? The midfield and AC. Which about Who? Menasa. No, not Menasa. There's a, there's a Tolani. young talent. Tolani. Tolani. Uh, is it Tolani? That's no, not Tolani. Yes, Tolani. It's not Tolani. I was. It's, I know that's it's... Tolani now. <laughs> you're talking about <laughs> Tolani. It's not Tolani, Baba. Tolani is this guy. It's Tolani. 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 It's not Tolani. With long hair. Does he have long hair? Yeah, it's long hair, but that's not his name. You are talking close. about Tolani. No, it's still not Tolani. What's that? <laughs> that's not his name. Tolani. No, it's not Tolani. <laughs> to... It starts with. This guy Tolani. Stop it, bro. What's Tolani? <laughs> Tolani. Tolani. <laughs> it's not Tolani. It's uh, I'll get yeah. it right now. Don't worry, keep going, keep going. I'll, I'll find it. Okay, yeah. Tonali. Isn't that Tonali? Tonali. Andrew Tonali. 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 Attacking yeah. three right there. Um, Bernardo Silva for me, who I think to, to me is probably the most dangerous player in City, in my opinion. More than De Bruyne, more than Haaland, Bernardo Silva is crazy good. And I can't believe somebody on one chat that I was on was saying, oh, Chelsea does not need Bernardo Silva. I think when Bernardo was looking to leave him. Chelsea doesn't need him. We have Conor Gallagher. Somebody said that to my face and I'll, I'll, never, make him, I'll never let him forget it. Like... That he made that statement. Just but like yeah. somebody now, United group. Yemi knows this. 
Yeah, not I don't friend. know anything. I don't know anything. Now, United Group, my, my great friend, I'm part of the of the team. Bucci said <laughs> Valverde is better than Bernardo Silva. I'll never forget that. It's like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. The way you know, that boy understand. You have to understand something, though. When people talk like that, I've learned, I've learned to realize that it depends on it depends on what lens that they are looking at. Right. Like how they see football. My right. guy, man, there are some people, there are some people till tomorrow that still prefers. Somebody told me that Stevie Gerrard, he'll pick Stevie Gerrard over Zidane. Okay. That's, that's so, and that's from his lens. But, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, so don't do it. Yeah, Maba. Maba anyway, con maybe, continue, yeah. continue. Let's, let's not. Let me take comments. Let comments fly away. Okay, come right. comments. Yeah, so. The fire chief. Sorry, let me take comment. Look at this fire chief in your country and your house is burning. You have no hope. Stones is now a hybrid four by Henry. Thanks. True, true. Conversion therapy prepared did on stones needs to be commended. It does. It's a conversion therapy. Tony, Tonali. Not Tolani. Yemi don't Pep is a fraud. Amitola Lanza. Exactly. Thank you, Yogakwame. Yes. I'm not, I'm not yes. so salty, Namagi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so sorry. Uh, right, so let me finish. I'm down to two, right? So I've got uh, Bernardo Silva. And uh, honestly, I would pay him, as much as he's so great right mid, like he destructive right mid, I'm going to move him to the middle because I actually don't, I don't want to say I don't rate him. But this season, I'm, I'm kicking De Bruyne off my 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 list, oh, wow. of my of my top eleven list. Instead, I'll have um, Vinny, Vinicius, and uh, this was this was tough to do. I kicked De Bruyne off just because I I don't know I don't know why I kicked him off. Maybe it's just the hit or whatever. But he, Leao and Vinny for me from the wings with uh, Haaland up front. And then the coach, I guess we need to pick a coach. Yes, yes, yes. Let's pick a coach. Simeone. Pep can enter Bush. I said Simeone, sorry, not Simeone. Inzaghi. Yeah, <laughs> Simeone Inzaghi. His first name, Simeone Inzaghi. But, but if I say Simeone, you think Diego. So I'm thinking Inzaghi. Everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> think that. You'd be surprised. They, they were gone. When they go out, they go out like group stages. They were, they were out a long time ago. <laughs> Nobody would think that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Are you ready with your first um, yeah, I am. Uh, there's a lot of special mentions on this list, but uh, I'll go. Onana for me is number one. I mean, my man crush on Onana is is well is well noted. Right back, I'm confused. Um, I want to go with I, I want to go with Akanji because uh, I saw this dude play. Uh, his ability. Ah. This guy, man, one G Wi-Fi. Okay, let's talk, take comments. Talk, talk about the, the blue balls of Wi-Fi. Just to tell you that Pep is the greatest manager of all time. I don't need to tell you who this is. Pep's greatest fan. This is Dio. Dio, I did. We know that's you. Thank you for the comment. <laughs> I don't need to think too much. Henry says, "Travesty, folks, sleep on Pep's genius." Hey, sleep on Pep's genius and money, Abby. <laughs> yeah, me. Okay. Man, I don't know what's going on. My internet is weird. Uh, let me run through it right now. Akonji right back, okay. left back is Nathan Ake, okay. my center back is, is Asebi and Diaz. Okay. Uh, DM is Rodri. Okay. My two eights are Velvede and Gundogan. Mm, okay. 
Okay. On the right, this will throw people off. I pick Barella. Barella on the right. Yep. Yeah, Vinicius Jr. on the left and yeah. Haaland striker. That's my team. Um, yeah. um, Pep is... The manager. Yeah, he's the GOAT. The GOAT. Of his generation, by the way. Okay, I'll save mine. I'll run through mine. Uh wait, let's let's actually take comments. I think I said Traversy, folks sleep on Pep Genius from Harry. Um Coach Yemi even got Onana's hairstyle. <laughs> nah, nah, this, this isn't Onana's hairstyle. Somebody oh, nah, actually nah. told me that. Like, oh, somebody nah, told nah. me that this morning. This morning, somebody said, Why are you looking <laughs> yeah. like Onana? Yeah, yeah somebody like told that. me that this morning. That's oh, moment, let me. <laughs> Your own is not Unana, it's just oh, nah, nah. oh nah, my guy, my guy. I don't know what you are doing you from yesterday. Yeah, we came for each other. Yeah, that was just, so that's that was, that was, just that was dad that said that to you. Yeah, and, right. and dada must always take shades at me. I don't know why. I love that guy. And then the, kudos to him for yesterday. Shai. I did a really good job. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to dada for always hosting. The, it says I'm watching for hosting the best watch parties ever. Uh, yeah, he does. He does, man. Without yeah, question. Knowledge that he had unlimited resources, but that doesn't take away that he's great. Managing egos is, is, ain't easy. That is very true, hundred percent. Very, very true. Um, my team of the season, Cotua. It was it was tough between Cotua and Onana. The reason I went with Cotua is I don't think Real Madrid go through Liverpool. That Liverpool tie without um, Cotua and that Man City, both ties. Especially that second leg would have been a basketball scoreline. We could also say the same thing about Onana, though. In all the quarterfinals, semifinals, this man was pretty much almost the amount of the match. He kept them in the games. Like, he kept them in the game against this AC Milan in the second leg. Both keepers, man. Both keepers. You can even make a case for this Man City's goalkeeper, too, because... There are some of those matches that this guy was just chilling and he had to make a very, very right. top okay. notch save. Yeah. So from, those things going from cold yeah. to yeah, from yeah, cold to just zam and man, like I just want to I just feel like yeah, he did a shot because he made some out all that worthy saves. My back four, I put in Walker. I mean, I know he didn't really play too much like that. You know, he started playing, especially in group stages, but from the knockout stages, the way he kept Vinicius quiet. My goodness, yeah. All right, all right. We cannot do that too. So I'll put Walker there. My center backs, Bastoni was incredible all through for Inter. Yep, true. I have Very to true. Stones there because I'm looking at it out of possession, right? I know Stones right. possession in invert, mm -hmm. but out of possession, he plays as a center back pretty much. So uh my left back, DiMarco, I have to give DiMarco a shout out. He was really good. That was good. Quick question. Sorry, sorry. I have a question. You said out of possession, Stones plays. As a as a yeah, he, he drops in. He drops in. So the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, he didn't make it. I, I thought in my head. I thought he said in possession. He played oh, possession. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. The, the nerds called. It's Danny's fault. It's Danny's fault. It's Danny's fault. I blame Danny for Benny, that. Benny, Benny, Benny. Don't stop yeah. people names that don't exist. Benny. Benny. Are you talking about me? Are you talking about somebody else? Since called Since called Tolani. Yeah, we are here. I said you. People different names. Yeah, I mean, chill, fam. Chill, chill, chill. <laughs> chill, chill. <laughs> okay, Harry says, man, my alone has led to the demise of a lot of coaches. Jeez, Harry says, man. I, thank you. Thank you very much All for that comment. Me, I'm, me, I'm with Benisha. I rule FC. <laughs> Harry says, we know why you are I ruling now. Okay, 
Okay, let me continue my team. So my back four again: Walker, Stones, Bastoni, Demarco. My midfield is Chief Rodri. I mean, the guys. I think is the best GM in the Best GM in Europe, in my opinion. Then KDB. I'm going to give everybody's forgotten about Angisa. Angisa was incredible up until that quarterfinal. He was incredible throughout their run. He was. I put that Angisa has to go. That's the only person I can put in there. Front three: Bernardo Silva. I mean, I think that man is top three, top four most complete midfielders. He can do everything. Top three. I'm good top three, man. That boy is good. Right now? Right now? Yes. When I was simply every position. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. When you say first three, he can press. So when I say, when I look at midfielder, I look at what he do on and off the ball. He can do No, I get it. Yeah. No, I get it. I said first three of when. Are you saying of right now? Or... Of right now, right yeah, now. Yeah, right okay, now. Gotcha. Yes, no, I'm yes, like, no. I say all time. I'm saying like... About time. Yeah, Benavid Silva is, is incredible. I'm, I've always been a big fan of Benavid Silva. Uh, striker, of course, is Haaland. Then on the left is Vinicius. Vinny. Vinny. Vinny is... Vinny is on a different planet now. Best he's, he's a problem. Best left-wing guy in the world. He's incredible. Uh, and of course, you know, it has to be Pep as a, as a coach. I think Pep, Pep is the greatest coach of all time, in my personal opinion. Since I've been watching of my time, my time, I'm not, I always say coach and I differentiate every time. I don't think he's the greatest manager. I think he's the greatest coach of all time, in my opinion. And since I've been watching football, since I've been watching football, I, I didn't watch football in the 70s. I, would, I didn't see what you know, Mitchell's do. I didn't see what that Liverpool guy, whatever his name is, nobody cares. Shankway. Yeah, whatever his name is. Yeah, that's what he did for Liverpool. Did but you yeah. see Cruyff? 90s, eh, I mean, I, at that time, did you watch ball in the 90s? Much? I watched, well, you know, we don't know, you're in... not like into it that much. Now, 90s, you know? Yeah, we were just watching for vibe, we were all vibing at that time. So, but since I've been watching football intensively, I think it's okay. mm-hmm. understandable. Understandable, understandable. Uh, we know. Okay, let's jump, let's move on. Like I said, my aim is to get the quickest one of the quickest podcasts we've done 45 minutes. Let's talk about Saudi League move. <laughs> If if anybody has been living under a rock, like Saudis are throwing money at everything, they what they, they the greatest probably the best contract we've seen, we've seen. I think Cristiano went there earlier last season, halfway, right. then followed by Benzema, who's coming Ballon d'Or winner, then Golo Kante. Then we are hearing, I don't know if it's finalized. I know I heard rumors about uh his medical fell through. Zaha they had some issues. No, no, no. Yeah, there are no. some issues in his medical. Kante. Kante yeah, Kante. Yeah. They had it's issues. Still in, it's but still, it's, it's still they are still that. working on it though. But there's some Zaha, glitches in his medical. Right. Zaha is still a rumor right now. It's not a rumor, but it's, it's some some uh it's it's, it's some progress there. I some think or, the one that yeah. broke today was Neymar. They said they want to go and get Neymar. I saw that today. Um since they couldn't get Messi, mm-hmm. of course. So I guess I gave all this context to say. And I'll start with Benny. Like all the Saudi league move, what is it? What is the end goal for Saudi with football? Like, what's what? What? What are your thoughts? Okay, personally, I think seeing the the success with Qatar, okay, in a way, kind of sparked up some kind of crazy jealousy right there in, in that entire region. Like, okay, these guys have gone and showed the world, like you know, that they can actually host a tournament because it was always a thing about oh, is it cultural? There's no culture of football here. There's no history of football here. The weather is this, the weather is that. There's so many different narratives from the West back then of why it wouldn't go to the, the, the Middle East. And then Qatar just shut out everything. Like, okay, if we got to change the time, let's change the time. 
will make everything work. And I think even before it, leading up to the tournament, there's a lot of animosity right there. Neighboring countries, embargoes like, yo, we're not going to let you ship anything to Qatar. There was a lot of beef going on there. But now I do think Saudi are trying to like, maybe it's just MBS just trying to do a lot of this, like enter sports just in general. And now it's like a state's whole idea, like 20 billion to into sports. And uh, we've seen it with the live golf. Now we're seeing it yeah. with, with football. Yep, yep. They're acquiring, trying to acquire teams. They tried to acquire Chelsea. I'm kind of mad they didn't get to acquire. Uh, they got Newcastle. Um, now they're bidding for Man Manchester United. So th there's this concerted effort into go about going into football completely. And whether it's good or bad, I don't know. Um, there's going to be a lot of money into it. It's going to inflate the market a lot. And it's just going to drive the gap between like the big teams or the Saudi-owned teams and non-Saudi-owned teams or non-oil money-owned teams. But then again, there's always been a gap. There's always been a gap in history for the big teams and the small teams. And if anything, it'll probably even the playing field out a little more now with yeah. like the traditional big teams and like just new money big teams. So I, I'm kind of torn as to how to feel about it because change is something that's not like easily accepted. And this just seems to be a new flurry. And will it last? Will it just, you know, turn out to be one of these Chinese league, whatever? I think it lasts a little longer here because there's a more concerted effort, effort here. There's a smarter or it seems like there, there's a plan right now. And as a player, you start thinking about it. It's like, look, what, what am I playing for now? If you're not like top, top in the, in the conversations of uh, Ballon d'Or and all that, why am I staying in Europe? Or why am I saying no to Saudi? Why am I saying no to all this money? Like, secure your bag. I think somebody said it yesterday, and I didn't even think about it. Salah, in a year or two, <laughs> should probably go to Saudi just because that he's, he's going to be marketable there from Egypt. Uh, he's Muslim. Um, <laughs> the name and everything is like tailor-made for career in Saudi. He's just 30 right now. So I don't know if you'll want to, you know, ditch the lights and everything and go for the money. But I think there's a lot of uh, potential there. And it helps that the resource there isn't finishing anytime soon. Maybe it will. But for now, there seems to be a lot where that money is coming from. So uh, we'll see how it pans out, if it pans out. Okay. Uh, let's take comments. Oga comment says, if Saudi come for me, I don't know. You either change your channel to Al Fantasheed <laughs> or I change my name to Al Kwame. This boy. Uh, best believe I'm, I've become Abdul Benny, straight up. <laughs> so they are bidding for the next, yeah, in 2030. Yep. Uh, it's to bolster their economy and to create another thriving industry, improve their image and tourism. Sports generally has always been a tool to accomplish these goals. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, me. What are your thoughts about this? The, I mean, like the last comment that guy said was exactly what I was thinking of. But also, Saudi is looking into basketball. As crazy as that is, yeah, they're looking into basketball. They have their eyes now on the NBA. Where like, where like the NBA is looking at playing playing some games in the nearest in the nearest time in like Qatar and Saudi. And then we have to look at it this way: jealousy and competition. Straight up. Jealousy and competition. Kuwait, Qatar, Saudi Arabia. The jealousy in this in all these people is immense. What one can do, one wants to top it. Mostly Qatar and Saudi Arabia. Qatar just showed and just pretty much almost slaps this in Saudi's face. Like, man, you guys are me shouting the best in this region, but we came here and hosted the best World Cup so far ever. 
We just did it and we did it immaculately well with none of your help. So now Saudi Arabia is looking at that like, man, we are now almost becoming an afterthought. So we need to start making our mark now and say, if Qatar can do it, we too can do it better. And I was in a group where someone said that this in Saudi does not have, does not have, does not have enough money, man, to sustain this, sustain this for another, for another 10 to 10 to this in 20 years. China has done this before. Another country has done this before. And I looked at the guy, I said, Saudi has, has enough money. This guy. Your money just stopped. His money has stopped. <laughs> Pay as you go. <laughs> yeah, as you go over top of top of maybe he needs some Saudi money in his life too for his internet. <laughs> um, uh, it be like say, it be like say, it be like say, somebody share my internet for you. <laughs> but yeah, briefly, yeah. So I don't even know what's going on right now. It's weird. Uh, but like my area, man, they are fixing a whole lot of stuff going on, Wi-Fi and such. But minus that, so I'm just saying, like, it's a good thing for Saudi Arabia, and I don't think we're going to see the end of it. I think this is just going to grow. But my only stress now is with UEFA. What will UEFA do? What all I know UEFA has no control over over whatever Saudi does. But my fear is with the way they're throwing money at things now, if it inflates the market, those small, small clubs now have no say in buying. They will they will just have to go deep and go and work on their recruiting. If you're a mid-level club that you don't have enough money. If your recruiting is not good, you will suck because you don't have any shot at buying most of these players. And it's looking yeah. like most, you can't compete. But, and then the thing also we have to look at this is, if you're a top player now, you mentioned this moment, this guy, Salah, the guy's won everything in football. There's nothing else to win. He's won everything. Okay. So, yeah. so yeah, you have to, if I'm, if I'm this guy, or Pogba now, I read somewhere that this in the Pogba too, I'll be looking at going to Saudi. He has offers from Miami. They said he has offers from Miami with Messi. And now listen, United States are trying to look at that model mm. now, like retirement homes. Yeah. The best retirement home. Is it Saudi yeah. Arabia now? Or, or is it America? So it's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot, man. We, we can only just watch and see and pray that this does not affect our status quo. Because if Saudi Arabia comes down, just say they want Bruno and Rashford and they drop all the money, and the money is lucrative, or more, if they go, our yash should all for that. Yeah, I mean, I guess for me, my thoughts about it is, when I ask what the end goal is, what you said about China, right? China did this, you know, before it did not last. And it almost mm -hmm. feels like, Yes, you know, it almost feels like they are throwing money at the, at the problem. They're just throwing money at it as much as they can. See, hoping okay. that it feels like that's a strategy, hoping something sticks ahead of 2030, you know, and they want to get all the major stars and like, improve the league and the image. Mm -hmm. And I am not sure if that's a sustainable model to like grow tourism and image just for that, right? I'm not sure. I'm not saying that I'm 100% that it's going to fail. I'm just trying to look at the sustainability of, of the whole. It feels like they're putting the, is it the egg, the egg for the chicken, like the cat for the horse. That's how it feels like. All right. Can I say something though? All the infrastructure. I, I know they have a good stadium. I've seen like you know, mm -hmm. play, whatever. But like, all the infrastructure in place that they put on how they want to like make it sustainable, how to grow it, rather than it looks like oh, let's just get all the stars first. We'll figure it out later. Figure it out. Yeah. Can I say yeah. something yeah. to that? Personally. Can I say something to that? I yeah. I read somewhere. I actually read somewhere that that they are copying this in a Qatar's model. Yeah. 
at Qatar in the past five to 10 years, they've started something small where like they're building grassroots, where they're encouraging their kids and encouraging grassroots soccer. Yep. I used to have a friend that used to stay here. He's from Saudi. And they're like, they're now trying to build fields. And this was like six years ago. Where like they're looking at building fields and starting grassroots football where they where they bring in where they bring in so some of the best trainers from Europe or from there to come down there and do like this in seminars okay. on the game and try and bring the game. This in Qatar, Qatar was one of the first people in that area to actually do it. And they've been doing it since a very long time. But but there was nothing this is sustained. But now this Qatar is heavy on those things now. We're like it's starting from the grassroots now. You're five, they're like this in intentionally pushing their kids pretty much to look at soccer and sports. So so it's also the same thing too with Saudi where like they are building stadiums, they are building nice, nice places where like folks can actually go and freely play, both for men and women actually. So so let's I mean I know that they're trying to buy most of the stars, but you need those stars to to come to come and play and play so that all these young young boys can actually see guys they've been watching on TV and look at it and say, oh my man, this thing is possible. Because if you've watched any Saudi Arabian team, what is the thing that they are known for? They play good football, entertaining football. Their yeah. football is always entertaining. Yeah, I man, they may not win or they may win one or two games, but their football is entertaining. And most of their inspiration is gotten from like South America. So most of their trainings and stuff are from those areas where like they are attracted to that brand of football. So man, if, if they continue with this and they and they invest in their youth core and their youth core system, man, we're talking about this inside the Itata will tell you from the 90s, Saudi Arabia has always known one way to play, attractive football. That's the way they've always been playing till present. Yep. So I mean I mean that should come from somewhere. That means there's that means they have their identities, just that they don't have enough resources and stuff, maybe in terms of maybe in terms of just people that are willing to pay the game or probably their legal exposure. So then bringing all these guys will, will make that league thrive. Qatar is going to see that now and try and make sure their league thrives. Everybody in the Middle East that have money will want to do the same thing. And yeah, man. Yeah, I, I do agree with Ayo's uh, 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 thing about putting the cart before the horse. Mm-hmm. It's kind of looking like uh, the whole approach with Todd Bowley and his nonsense, although it's even, it looks better, Sha. But um, <laughs> hey, hey, if, if you can't guess it, I'm not a fan of Todd Bowley. I'm a Chelsea fan, but I can't stand that dude. That dude is the, is the bane of our existence right now. Anyway, um, I do think that they have a lot of things to worry about if they want to go into sports, like we've all said here, looking at live golf, looking at, at football, you talk about basketball. I'm sure if they want to go into like all kinds of other sports, they have a lot of things if they're trying to improve their image, like Henry was saying. Yep. Image, the look, and everything like that. First of all, things have progressed a lot lately. And by lately, I mean the last 200 years. Like, um, you got some things you need to improve, especially if you want things to. Henry, make an let me Don't let me swear. <laughs> anyway, the way things are improving, um, it has been. <laughs> especially from place to place socially at least social issues um uh you know human rights issues and everything like that they need to clean that up a bit now i'm not saying it's as bad as it looks but perception sometimes is reality um right so the way the way people look at you is how they treat you the way they perceive you to be is the way they treat you that could be different from reality but you got to clean up clean up that a little make yourself a little more like uh, palatable to the average fan 
and you know not have people fighting the live golf thing which as hilarious as it is uh, i think it's just hilarious because of the pga stance and the mm -hmm. whole rhetoric and all that but it's the same way with just any takeover just money I mean, we'll bring money we'll bring whatever play ball and if you start bringing rhetoric and people start back like it was so easy to come up with a rhetoric against uh, the, against uh, Saudi. So easy because of everything like that. They need to clean that up a bit. Yeah. And I don't mind the money. Bring new money there. You make people perk up. And you talked about UEFA maybe being having to step in. I think yes, they'll have to maybe uh, you know make those those FFP rules a little not FFP like the financial fair play rules maybe a little tougher or something just to make sure that you know just doesn't switch that balance like crazily. Because How? nobody else can compete, really, in terms How? of, well, for instance, uh, uh, when they talk about like bringing in money and all that, uh, you have to show like balance books, kind of not sponsorship and all that. It, it, there's a lot of rules there, but yeah. make sure you're not just putting in more than your call club is actually generating. Because yeah, yeah. But they are not under UEFA, though. It's Saudi Arabia, true, all these guys but are not under. So this, I don't within those, they're under FIFA, right? They're under FIFA though. Like so within uh the, the Asian whatever, yes, they can have to they'll have to deal with it if they're trying to play with Asia. If this is just within Saudi Arabia, then they can do whatever they want, right? Mm -hmm. But then the market for that isn't as big as you would expect. That's why they're looking outside, they're looking into golf, they're looking into other acquiring other teams and everything. So they still need to play within cert a certain semblance of like the rules there. So as long as the rules can keep up with this influx of money, I think it's all for the better. It's for the better. They'll figure out a way to get everybody on equal, not maybe not equal footing, but slightly more even footing than it will be if they didn't. So, okay. yeah, anybody that says Todd is good here, curse, sharp, sharp. I beg. Yeah, we're halfway through the show. We're almost at the end. Again, plug yeah. the thing. If you like, if you're watching, like, share, subscribe on the stream on fan on YouTube, Footy Fantasy, Twitter, Route to 1.5K, Footy 80 Fantasy, Instagram, Fantasy Footy. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, if you see some of my posts on Facebook, you can support us with stars. It will go a long way. It's, uh, you know, a bootstrap, holy supported show. So support us with stars. If you see my post on um, Facebook, I plan to set up a Patreon channel um, where we will have different content, all the short, quick short reels, um, tactical, I'll be putting that on there. So Patreon members, so you can support us that way also. So like, share, subscribe. Uh, we have a comment before we go to. Oh, I was listening to Bomani's podcast. He says Lakers are primed for such a Saudi buyout. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I said it. Yeah, uh, they're going for everything, man, and they have the resources. They can build what they, man. Those people are not playing, man. Okay. Kudos yeah, and donkey of the week and. Actually, let's do kudos and donkey of the UCL season. Also, that's yeah. a, an additional layer to it. I'll start with my kudos of the week. Fine. Um, then we'll go around. Uh, my kudos is to Gundogan, play of Gundo. And this is a personal one just because, you know, Gundogan, um, most people that know me here know Dortmund is my second team. Gundo has been, I've liked Gundo since days of Dortmund. Um, I remember him losing that final. He was one of the few people that played well. To Bayern in 2013. I think he scored a penalty, if I remember, in that final also against Bayern. So I'm happy that he's won Champions League. He's my guy. You know, outside he went to Man City. I was hoping United was going to get him, but I mean, that's a different conversation entirely. 
Um, but yeah, shout out to Gundo. Happy's got his chip. That's my that's my guy. Play of Gundo. Uh, who has a kudos for the week? You me? You want to go? I do. And there are three players and within the same team, of course. Stones, Stones, Aki, and and this guy, and this guy, Akonji. Uh, with the way Pep, with the responsive with their responsibilities in the team since it has switched, change of position, change of how they've approached the game and stuff, and their ability to actually to actually do it and do it exceedingly well. So now, man, we're going to see next season now, a lot of people are going to take from take from what Pep have done and try to make it better. I was talking to you, Danny, yesterday. I told you that, are you seeing, are you seeing, are you seeing some, are you seeing some similarities between, between Brighton, Brighton and Man City, with the way they build up from the back, from the beginning? We're seeing now that there's an evolution of the game where like everybody's picking from people now. There's no hidden thing. So now one, I mean, listen, that's why I'm looking at it. Where Stones for me, Stones Akonji and listen, and what's his name? Stones Akonji and, and Nathan Ake. Those are my discourses for the week. For the way that they've, for the way that of, with the way that they've acclimatized to their changes, changes in position and they excelled. Those things, it needs to be commended. Okay, I agree. I'll add that a plus one to kudos of the season for kudos of the season for um, stones for sure. Stones. For sure. Benny, kudos of the week, kudos of the season. Do you have that? Kudos of the week. Um, I had to go. Oh man, it was tough. I, if it had gone into extra time, I would have said Onana just because that boy just showed. It, it kind of just. I think it's opened eyes to a lot of coaches on how to play City, how to deal with City's press. But without a ball playing keeper, it's very difficult to usually. But with a ball playing goalie like that, oof, sky's the limit, man. Uh, guys, Inter seemed very comfortable with him in the back, very comfortable, which mm -hmm. I didn't expect at all. Very comfortable mm -hmm. because they had someone that could just hold the ball, not be afraid to like, you know, fake somebody, pass between the lines. It was so. Anyway, but I have to go, Rodri, though. For that man to be that, he had to, he showed calm at that position to place the ball because a lot of people would just blast that thing over. A lot of people just go, go for power and not precision. Precision. So to have the you know the the uh, the, the, the 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 for the present like the, just knowing what that situation required of him, regardless of the stage he was on, regardless of the pressure that came with everybody, everybody just slipping everywhere, passing errantly and everything to put that pass there, pass it into the net essentially. Um, that was that was that was good. So kudos of the week to him. Um, kudos of the season. I'd have to go with Inzaghi, man. Simeone Inzaghi. I've just seen what he's done in the in the in the Champions League. Um, has been quite impressive. Like getting there. Mm -hmm. Inter is not mm -hmm. really the best team in not the best in Italy. Team in, in, yeah, in no. Italy. Like struggling with the likes of Roma for position at that point. Uh, at some points, not later on though. But um knockout football, I I value knockout football over like the league whatever league if you have money if you have the players it's a it's a war of attrition really if you have a deep squad injuries to come and go but if you can replace injured players or players out of form with other players that has same quality if not more which is one theory why i don't like pep he just has this deep squad he can just pull from anything or whatever because he has the resources knockout football shows you it it requires you to bring something that you don't necessarily need during the season which is heart 
playing above your means, like showing up that, okay, yes, we're underdogs here, but we can fight for something. Having knockout football is just a different animal to me, at least. But Simeone getting the team to this level here and competing at the highest stage and something of an equal footing, really, against the best team, like Contessa's best team in the world, yeah. is impressive. So I have to give him that. He didn't have a very good career, I guess, but I mean, but usually players with the subpar careers tend to have the, you know, better coaching careers. So, yeah, he's uh, to me, he's done. He did well. Kudos of the the season for me. Uh, kudos of the season, of course. I think first one goes to actually a friend of the show. Let me shout out. I don't talk to her in a long time, but yeah, friend of the show. I only Man City fan that used to come on Yannicka. You know, for a team getting the treble, treble is not easy to get, regardless of the situation, the way they got it. Treble is not easy to get. So, yeah. So, friend of the show, Yannicka, shout out. Give it, if you're watching this, shout out to you, your team. Um, second is Pep, getting the treble. The only manager with two trebles. I mean, that's impressive. Regardless of the, we can talk about the other reasons why he got it, right? You know, of course, I'm not the person that the allegations, all of that, but yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, treble, that's my kudos off the season. Donkey of the week. So I think I'm just gonna where's the where's the comment? Donkey is to Lukaku's village people. You know, I kind of agree with this because me, I want to be fair. I'm a very player guy, player first guy, you know. Lukaku has been so unlucky. We're talking about this, Benny, before you even gone on. Mm. Walk up, just same season, Champions League, big, big, big chances. Nah. <laughs> That's that I want to be fair and just say for kudos of the week. Oh, sorry, donkey of the week. Look at who's village people that are following me. <laughs> Let me take comments. For these comments are flying in. Uh, first one is from Henry says donkey is to look at who's village people. I plus one for me. Oga comments the donkey matches another players. This should happen in what should be ashamed of themselves. Who is Danny? I don't know what that is. I don't know. Keep <laughs> That's me my Danny, fault, Danny, Danny. Benny. Benny, my fault. I don't. I don't learn my lessons. <laughs> Waffle man, Kudos is definitely pep. That's pep. That game could have gone sideways yesterday. That's fair. Henry says, Benny is taught buying Onana. Oh, Nana, yes, it's a Nana <laughs> asking for a family friend. Okay, come and says, Kudos is Ronaldo. Man went to eat shawarma in Saudi Arabia and still <laughs> enter shawarma team of the season. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> So that goal was calmly specified. The power and placement, the traffic was just sick. It felt like I will agree, I will agree with you on that. Yeah. 100%, man. 100. Kudos of the season goes to the good manager, Pep. Second treble. Oh only coach that player of the season, Gudogan Dio. Dio, we know that's you. We know, we know that's you. I concur, Benny, which is why next year's Champions League format will be really interesting. Okay. Okay, Donkey is Lukaku. Ah, Lukaku. It's so, I, 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 I don't, it seems so easy, man. It's just. Well, actually, why so uh, so okay. don't I said that Lukaku is I don't want to abuse Lukaku. You know, he's doing his best. Uh, but my donkey off the Champions League season. This is very very controversial, right? But I, I think Ancelotti did not manage manage that second that second leg very well. I'll be very very honest with everybody. That's right? quite controversial. Very controversial. I think Ancelotti has to take take has to take shots for that man. He, he didn't manage that second leg very well. Mm. Not playing Shamani or Kamavinga in the midfield away at City and thinking, oh, he's just going to run it back and have uh, Cruz and Modric. They were overwhelmed. It was clear that they were shooting over him and he did not change anything. It was they were getting overwhelmed in midfield consistently. 
I mean, I think because of that way manage that sector. There's no there's no much candidate for donkey of this season. Maybe Napoli for going out there early. Oh, Napoli for sure. Napoli. Maybe going out there early. You can say that. that. I'll say that. I can say that. But for me, you know, so between Napoli and Ancelotti, that's my donkey of the year. Yeah, I, I don't know why he switched in Militao for Rudiger. Rudiger was doing so well against in the first leg. He did so well against Haaland. I don't know why he brought in Militao straight from like injury or whatever. Anyway, Junkie of the Week. Man, I, I'll I'll say I, I heard a rumor that Megan unfollowed Lukaku, so I'll have to say Lukaku. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I don't it's probably a rumor, maybe it's real or not. I don't know. But Lukaku man i i don't like to bash the guy because he he he's doing like his best it's not like he's trying to be in positions where it just doesn't work but the man just hasn't elevated his game the way you would expect him to elevate his game to be a, for for being considered a marquee striker like at at what point do you start like elevating your game and we talked about the strategy here okay, I mean, yes like why don't you start I thought he should have started Lukaku to wear them down and bring in someone more, you know, clinical, as like Jekyll later. Um, but he went the other way and it kind of backfired in a bit. But I feel like Lukaku at this stage, I mean, it's probably too late right now, but he should have elevated his game somehow because those chances, the header, for instance, you get those, those chances are few and far between. That's why you have to be very clinical when they come through. Um, so in a way, I feel it has to be Lukaku, like, even though I, I like the guy, I like I like to see a man like that doing well at the stage he is. Yeah, but it has to be him. Chelsea, back to help you guys. Let's go, go. Um, Chelsea. But don't give the season. Sorry, just don't give the season the entire Napoli team for just dropping the bag when it mattered against a less impressive team. I just I don't know. They they were terrible. Remind me of Pep in those first couple of years when he just you know, misbehave against, like, <laughs> clearly inferior teams. Yeah. <laughs> like, all these Pep oh, fans, boy. you guys ignore the fact that man was losing to teams like Lyon and, the, and, the, and whatever, losing to Madrid last year. Was it last year? Yeah, last I, year. Over two, after, five. man, Pep fans, you guys, you, you guys shock me. The way you have this selective amnesia is, like, crazy, man. All this money and everything just to be losing left and right over... Uh, with smaller teams or, or weaker teams, you know, if you think football is played on paper, I guess it was played on paper yesterday, but overall, not, nothing impressive about that. Interesting. <laughs> okay, says, uh, my... okay, you can go. Okay, says, and the coach for starting Zeko over here, okay? I think you guys are shading Lukaku too much, it's unfair. Okay, come and tell some somebody that things are unfair. Mm, that's get to calling Port Black. Okay, come and chill, 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 chill. Right. Street Fighter says donkeys Anthony Taylor. Why was he in the, was he in the CL? I thought it was just in Europa. Tell us, tell us why. I'm curious. How can donkey of UCL not be Bayern Munich? No, okay. like yeah, I don't uh -huh. know. I don't understand. Since we're better than them, well, okay, maybe. Okay, yeah, me give us, give us. Let's go, let's go. Take us home. What's your donkey of the season? Donkey of the season in terms of the soccer, in terms of soccer in as a UCL. whole. In UCL for Champions League. UCL, UCL Bayern Munich. Okay. Ah, because it just tell us, why, tell us why. Tell us why. Uh simple. All that style, all everything you they practically lost out in a very, very bad way. It wasn't, it was an unbiomonic way to get out of a competition. And when you get out of the competition, you let go of your 
of your sporting director and your coordinator that everybody that every coach has fought with salia message salia message was one of their major problem every coach that has been there while he was there has fought with him but they stood by him oliver Kahn, that one i didn't know much about but yeah he's yeah that one now if you're talking donkey of just regular soccer we can't go as far back as two teams dortmund and arsenal my goodness this is tribulate. This is UCL now. No, no, no. I'm just saying, no, we have to throw that in there. Now, if you're looking for an extra donkey, <laughs> we have to go to basketball. To that guy, that basketball player that felt like Dylan Brooks. It could be it could be no, not Dylan Brooks. It could be dealing with dealing with Ayangba and dealing with Saichik. Uh oh, your Saichik <laughs> Zion. Zion. <laughs> now that there, there can't be any bigger donkey. <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy that guy that guy shut down the internet there's nba playoffs and champions league going on that guy is trending more than all those competitions so. facebook facebook user i'm guessing that's dio you yeah, see yeah. i wasn't shading i'm not shading city not shading for, city at all for benny chelsea fan money to buy stuff yeah I, you see i not once did i mention i'm shading city Shading pep is different. Yeah, fine. Bring money is good. It's fine. But let's not like glorify these guys like, you know, they did something crazy good. I mean, when, if you can win, as I will ask you, just carry straight bullets. Anyway, like, once, uh, whenever pep wins, like, you know, these smaller teams have won in the, in the UCL or impressively, whether they were underdogs or anything, I will give him his credit. But man has never been an underdog in anything he's won. Never, ever. He's always had the best, either the best team or the most money or whatever, or both. He's never been an underdog. I, I, I you guys miss me with all that nonsense, man. Look at Porto beating people left and right uh, in their CL run. Inter Milan, in spite of having the oldest team, beating probably the greatest team in the world that Pep was on the other side, by the way. Beating probably the greatest club side that the world has ever seen. In his t- masterful display, mm-hmm. and you're talking about Pep because he, he plays ball like a schoolboy. Like the way, the way he does it, like this frat boy that has all the re- access to all the resources. That's how he, he sets his team up and everything. Great philosophy, yes. But man does not inspire anything. No, no, we're not going to go there. I'm going to take comments and I'm going to end the show. Mr. Ayo, no, 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 no. I just need to say one thing. I have to say this. I have to say this about Benny. I have to say this about Benny. One thing. Time off. Time out. I have to say something about Benny. I have to say. I have to say something about Benny. I think Benny needs a therapist. <laughs> this pen, did, only let me just say I am. He really did. It is a young man. Let me sit out, guys. If you don't know that, yeah, he's, 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 he's doing his best too. But man, I won't be pushing. I won't raise him to that level like you guys are raising him. Come on now. No, 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 Benny, Benny, man. I think you know absolutely. 2012, what are you talking about? We're underdogs entire the entire CL run. Man, don't come for me, don't come for me, man. Even this the they were one underdogs. we won against they were underdogs. We're an underdog. Yes. Nobody expected them to beat Bayern. Yes. Nobody expected them Dio. to beat Man City when Benny, they won the Champions League. Went as, went as, as Madrid Chelsea Man and got sacked. <laughs> he won with Porto though. Can Pep say that? Hmm? He won with Inter. Can Pep say that? Shout out he to won with Bayern. He won with Baka. Shout out to 
And on that, when they went to cheat us in in in, in champion with that referee that we got three PKs. Mr. Kwame, Mr. Kwame, when I catch you, is Mr. Kwame, when I catch you, is on site. On site. Just like Emmy said, it's on site. And on that on that note, for everyone to comment, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Onana, Yemi Onana, thanks for joining us. Mame. I'm Benny. Me. Me, me fear no one. I fear no hola. I don't fear anybody. Just don't go and don't go and take man. your don't go and take your wife's steroids, right? That's all I want to say. If I ban you for one year, someone said a young whiskey got promoted to CF for two years of joining next. Who tell him to prove himself by rising to the ranks? Uh, hey, you see this young cats. This is new cats that's coming out now. Hi guys, man. Bye. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice chatting with everybody. That's good. We're out. All right, take care. All We're right. out, man. All right. Bye. Bye.